The birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly awaiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Sit down. So um, I've just got a few things to show on screen, and then we're going to close with a prayer and carol. Um, but yeah, I wanted us to think about the breadth of God's love at Christmas time. Um, <coughs> earlier on, we had that verse that I think is going to come up on the screen as well in a minute. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. God, God gave his son not just uh, to a few people, but to the whole world. It's God's concern for this, this entire planet. Uh, which is the reason why he sent Jesus. It struck me this week that actually we probably appreciate just how how big God's love is in, is in that sense today, more than they did in biblical times. You know, they didn't, they hadn't seen parts of the world that we now know this. So actually, when when they wrote these words, when John wrote, "God so loved the world that he gave his only Son," perhaps John himself didn't quite understand in the way that we can today. Just how huge a is. God's love is infinitely generous. God's love extends to every single human being on this planet, through every single age of this planet. And, and the reason he sent his son, is that, that the center of what it means for God to love us is that he is as our saviour. And when uh, Jesus was born, I think the next slide we've... Um... Oh, have I switched my mic? There you go. It's on again now. So this was what Simeon, we read just now, when they brought the baby Jesus to the temple to dedicate him to the Lord. Simeon said, my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. All that took place at Christmas took place there in the Middle East, centered in Bethlehem as Jesus was born. But the purpose of it would extend throughout the whole of Israel and then beyond the borders of Israel out to all the nations of the world. Perhaps when uh, Simeon spoke about Christ being a light for the nations, maybe in the next slide, he was thinking of this passage in Isaiah, 
Arise, God said, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. When Jesus was born, uh, the nations were drawn to what was happening there, that wonderful visit of the Magi from the East to come and bring gifts to Jesus. And here we are today, 2,000 or more years on, and we're joining people all over the face of the world celebrating the birth of Jesus today. I've got some pictures for you. Um, this, is, this is representations of the, the Christmas nativity in one way or another, but from very different cultures than our own. So this is a, a piece, a painting called The Tree of Jesse. This, was, this is painted by a Native American, and it kind of incorporates their style of art and, and, and their view of things. But of course, it's about the Christmas story. The tree represents at the beginning of the Gospels, Mark and Luke. You have those genealogies. You know, where, where did Jesus descend from? And this uh, painting with the Native American painting represents that tree of Jesse, David's father, and eventually through David and his sons would come at the top, the birth of Jesus. Uh, the next one is from Peru. This is a, a clay sculpture from Peru, uh, which depicts at the bottom is the nativity scene and, and a traditional way of depicting it with the, the, the upper floors of the house. The next one is from India. So this is very Indian looking people. And yet that's a nativity scene of Mary and Joseph and, and Jesus. Uh, the next one is from China. Again, very similar. Uh, this is the visit of the Magi, the three wise men. Um, and there on the bottom, you can see Mary and, and Jesus and Joseph. And again, but very different style because it's you know, depicted within a Japanese culture. Uh, sorry, a Chinese culture. Uh, next one is from the Philippines similar thing and then after that we've got so this is from Cameroon again this is the visit of the Magi and, and of course very different skin color in this one than the ones we're used to uh, but but that's their depiction of, of the nativity next one is Ethiopia similar again and after that what have we got Togo does anyone know where Togo is <laughs> yeah where, where is it West Africa, brilliant. So that's a beautiful wood sculpture of the nativity and all sorts of aspects of the nativity in that one. Uh, have we got any more? Was that the last one? Yeah, that was the last one. I wanted to show you those. I think they're, they're fascinating. Now, of course, historically, uh, Jesus' birth, he was, he was born into a Jewish family. So, so the depiction that would accurately represent Jesus' birth would be a Jewish family there in Bethlehem. But I think it's fascinating how the gospel story, this is one of the things I love about the gospel. Um, you know, it, it doesn't come within a pre-packaged culture. The gospel news of Jesus' birth can be taken all over the world to different cultures, different types of people, and, and it's as applicable and relevant to their life and their place as it is anywhere. And I love the way that those different depictions from around the world of that same good news of Jesus' birth uh, I, I loved looking at them and, and thinking about how that news from God and the gift of Christ is for everyone. And I just wanted to leave you with one thought for Christmas. If we, if we believe in that, you know, God so loved the whole world that he gave his son. If we believe the breadth of God's love is as big as this universe, then let's think at Christmas about the breadth of our love for one another, 
I want to thank you all as a church for your blessings this year. It's been, it's been such a good year to, to spend with you all as a church. And I know so many of you, all of you in your own way, have given much of your time, your prayers, your thoughts. Your, I know a lot goes on behind the scenes that you know, we don't hear about when we're here in this building. You look after one another, you pray for each other, you phone each other, you cook for each other at times when, when we need. And I just want to thank you all for that. But then I wanted to get us also at Christmas to just think about how you know, God loves people at the one end of the planet to the other. Well, maybe at Christmas it prompts us to think about perhaps that neighbour three doors down. So you walk past their door and you see them perhaps very occasionally. And you've thought, I must knock on their door someone and just invite them around for a cup of tea. Or maybe that person you thought, you keep thinking, I must give them a ring. I haven't spoken to them for about a year. I wonder how they're doing. Pick up the phone. You know, God's love extends to the whole world. We can just do a little reflection of that. Just pick up the phone and it can make a huge difference to someone just to hear your voice. Maybe there's someone in the village who you, you know has been through a tough time. There's quite a few people in the village who have. Just get them a little card, a bunch of flowers, something like that, and just drop them off at their house just to show them that love of Christ in whatever way you can.